Backdoor cover. Can't miss Mitch. Conference championship weekend. Three football games left in the season. Hit the high point. I'm still excited. Let's go. What's good, fam? Welcome to Backdoor Cover. I am Micah. I'm joined by Brad and Can't Miss Mitch for another edition of the Algorithm Picks. The VIA, the Value Index Algo. We are here to preview the two conference championship games. We're also going to talk about some other stuff going on in football. Let's get to it. Gentlemen, how are you? Micah, what's good, brother? Uh, excited for another week. I can't, there's only two games this week. What do we, I, it just feels so, uh, I don't know. I'm alone. I feel alone. No, I kind of feel exactly depressed when he said, yeah, I'm hyped. There's only three games left. And what am I going to do? <laughs> what am I going to do? Like, it's time what, to start panicking, Mitch. Like, what are we going to do on the weekends? Like things around the house. Ooh. Talk to our I'm wives. Not watching, I, I'm not going to watch college basketball. Wait, don't talk about chores in this house. Don't get. Don't let anybody get any ideas around this house. I already got enough chores, Mitch. Man. Uh, what about this uh, NBA algorithm you're trying to develop? Could that be something we do in the future? Here? We could. We mm. could. Mm. We. Uh, I don't know. Who, somebody gave a shout-out, said they'd be happy to help me, but and I appreciated that Ooh. they were willing to help me do this, which means that I would have to give out the secret to my uh, formula, which have, I'm not interested in doing. You're not giving up variables. No, I'm not going to give this up. So mm. I appreciated the offer, but there's no chance that I actually tell you what my recipe is. But we tried it the other night. There were two games on. So, I, you know, I've got to do this manually. I've got to figure out a way that I can just go to my data source and then plug and play the different uh, variables that I add in because I just hate doing math. And I'm, you know, and here's the thing about the NFL. Okay. You got Thursday night, I got Sunday and then I got Monday, but the NBA is like every day. I don't yeah. need to be doing math every day. It's every just, damn day. I, I, it's just, you know, so anyways, we tried it. We went one and one and uh, it was interesting. And, you know, there's just so many variables with yeah. the NBA, especially in this COVID time. Because you don't know more? who's playing. Okay, I got you. Yeah, I mean, you know, so that that's difficult. And that's why the NFL, that's why the Algo has done so well in the NFL because the players are more consistent, mm. right? You've got, you know, the quarterback at the helm. You've got their receivers. You've got their running backs. And obviously, when one component and one player is out that week, I can sub that. I, I've got enough data to know what it what the backup will potentially do. I got you. But okay. the NBA, you know, it, it's it just seems pretty tough. So we'll see. I'll 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 give it a go mm. and 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 I'll I'll start doing it from time to time and uh try and be a little bit more consistent perhaps you know, maybe I'll do them on on Mondays and throw them out maybe, you know, once a week and just kind of see how things go. I just, I can't be doing this stuff every day. That's true. Okay. Well, we'll keep a pulse on it. If things, if things get really dark for you and you end up starting to gamble on Japanese baseball at 4 a.m., maybe, maybe circle back to building out the algo for the NBA. But for the time well, being, let's, 
Let's yeah. talk about the algo that is working. Yes, uh, yes. What is our record on the season with the NFL algo? And Brad, if you want to tell us about where we are on a dollars and cents level, because Mitch, do you have the, as you uh, know the results may shock you. Do you have the overall standings from which you have? Because I, I have our overall standings based on our bets, but uh, some of those are my fuck ups. There's some different uh, whatever outcomes. So Mitch may have a different number than me, but what I have currently yeah, I have a us, different number than you. Mine is one hundred and twelve eighty seven and six is what we are. Uh, but like I said, there's some, there's some skew in there from my fuck ups and stuff. Yeah, so I've got uh, where one. 12 and 80. Okay. Uh, overall. So not too far. I think a couple of those, uh, you threw in some money line bets and yeah. some other things. So, yes. um, so line, pretty close. Some, 112 yeah. wins, though. 100, 112 wins. That's pretty How much are we good. up from what we put in so originally? We, we put 500 bucks in. We are up to 18.82 and 43 cents. Uh, it's around 275% growth. I love that. Yes. I need to see a chart. Yeah. Of week by week. And had we not had that one bad week, Ugh. one bad week all season long. We'd be really up there. Probably, Cause, you know. Because the bad week basically took us from like 13, 900. Or, no, we were up in like the thousands. Really? And we fell down to like around 500 where wow. we started at again. So we basically had to start all over start again. Start all like over. week 10 or whatever yeah, it was. And that, and, and that can happen. Mm. Such is life in gambling. So there you have it. We're up to 1882. Life's I love that. pretty good. Uh, we're pumped to get another uh, great week in, uh, in the books here. We had a really great week last week. You want to recap a little bit of that? I mean, you know, three and one, you, you can't get much better than that. We talked about Tampa Bay money line, and they had a miraculous comeback from their defense, just stepped up big, gave Brady a short field. And I love that game. I was a little uh, disappointed in that uh Ravens Bills game. Yeah. And you know, it really just came down to that pick because you had a feeling that the Ravens were going to come down and tie that game up. That was the one we had the most back and forth discourse about when we talked about it earlier this week because you had the two doinks, the two kicks that that doinked and then you had the pick six that was 101 yards. Right. Like that's a that's a shift of 13 points right off the bat. Like that's a wholly different It's a ball different game, ball right? game. Yeah, I I I look back and obviously, you know, would I have done anything different? I, I wouldn't have because, you know, those are the variables that just yeah. happened. That's part of you. I just hope that Lamar would have pulled that down. I think the pass before that pick six should have been caught mm. and would have been at least first and goal um, or a touchdown. But I, you know, three and one, I mean, how can you complain about 75%? And, uh, you know, we talked about, I think maybe even sprinkling Cleveland money line and that was set up perfectly and, and he stepped up big at the end, but they were in that game for a while. And I I loved some of the second half poise mm. that we saw from the Bucks and yeah. the Browns. Bucks Green came Bay through for us on our money line bet. And I said this for the Green Bay pick. You know, you go back and 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 you know you listen to that. I was like, that's a double digit victory mm-hmm. for Green Bay. Yeah. They won 32, 18, 14 points. Um, and th- a lot of the conversation that I listened to, like leading up to that weekend, was the the KC versus Cleveland was like the most glaring, obvious choice for a blowout. And we had it totally different. We had it Green Bay Rams being the blowout. That was the lock of the week. That was the one we felt best about. Uh, Green Bay covering six and a half easy. So it it came through. Algo it, showed up. Easy, easy, easy. So yeah, I mean, obviously, 
I'd, I'd love to have gone four and zero, but seven and three for playoffs. And by the way, I think you know when you look at a lot of touts out there, mm-hmm. and there's tons of them all over Instagram. The most notorious, you've got Vegas Dave. That guy is so full of shit. The guy's <laughs> like, I went a hundred and twenty five and zero. No, you didn't. Beca- no, like wrong. He, he he'll post. A couple of winning tickets when he's right. He takes favorites who are like minus 300. He's like, yeah, take the money line here. It's like, okay, that's an obvious choice. But the reality is a lot of these touts, they they really aren't transparent. You go to our Instagram page, Value Index Algo, and we've got all the picks. We've got everything there. So you can go back and take a look at all the numbers and verify everything. And I love that about us. And, well, uh, and that's the coolest part of the account, too. Like, people are going back and forth with you about, hey, remember this? Here was a pick that I took. Here's a money line that I took. Like, there's some pretty good discourse going on there on, on that Instagram account as well. So y'all should follow it, uh, Value Index Algo, Instagram. But, yeah, good point. Right? Micah, are you still alive over there? I'm here. I'm enjoying the conversation. Micah, Micah's I, just spectating should, today. No, we should pull back the curtain. Brad and... And uh, Mitch are live in the MWBK studios. Oh, that's, that's I am a good still point. quarantined in my home. Uh, yeah, Mitch, these guys are, are cheers box wine, doing the things exactly. that they do. Jumbo glasses of of uh, wine over here, and Micah's, you know, he is where he is. Let's get We're into make a, it, a few news and notes. Okay. Uh, let's start with our man Gary Kubiak. Do you guys want to guess how old Gary Kubiak is? He's already retired from football once. He is retired again from the NFL today. 61. Yeah, I was going to say 63. He's uh, 59. Huh, all right. Damn. You went, you, you went, but you did go over, so I don't know what happens. Does anyone win the showcase? How old is his kid? Uh, I win the kid. showcase. He, is he? Yeah, Klein's in his, is still in his late 20s, I think. Klein's okay. a few years younger than we are. I thought he was going to um, be like 32, 33, and all of a sudden I was like, damn, I'm doing the math here. It was... I thought Gary might have been like 18 when he churned him out. Uh, Klein might be 30. And I, I mm. think he's got an older sister, too. I don't know. Anyway, I hope he's not listening to this. He's going to be embarrassed. Well, are, are you friends with Klein? Yeah. Yeah. Is uh, is he still with the Cowboys? He is he still with is, the Cowboys. Yeah, that's right. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, that's a, why I often, I often uh, talk a lot of noise about the Cowboys front office, but never... Never the uh, the the uh, you never reveal your source. They do a tremendous job. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, scouting so good, great. Gary can go move back to his dope ranch, and uh, I'm happy for him. Uh, let's see, Notre Dame placed on probation for a year. I don't know what that is. Uh, Dwayne Haskins signed a deal with the Steelers. Wait, wait, Notre Dame's on what? There's no football. way they cheated as bad as anybody in the SEC. There's just no, the it's NCAA not fathomable. The has placed Notre Dame's football program on probation for one year after the okay. sides agreed that a former assistant coach had impermissible off-campus recruiting contact with a high school player in January of 2019. You think he's grinding real hard on a two-star? Uh, it, his guy's name is Savelle Smalls. Because we looked a, at their roster, the they had one five-star guy. In the 2020 ESPN Ooh. 300, and okay. he signed with Washington, so... Hmm. hmm. Well, they were going for it at least because well, we were talking about that they had no, they had one five star recruit on their entire roster when they went up against Alabama, and it was like, damn. I guess you got to cheat if you want to compete. Man, well, they all do it. Yeah, they all do it, and it sucks well, there that was they're news, the ones getting busted. There was news this week about Tennessee, uh, where Tennessee boosters apparently were delivering cash to 
to recruits in McDonald's bags. Oh, that's tight. Which I mean, is good. you know, you get it, some McNuggets. That, that is one Happy cash. Meal I can get behind. Yeah, there that's you go. That's a Big go. Mac you can. That's cash. like the real Monopoly. You ever see that Monopoly mm-hmm. scandal? Mm-hmm. This is better oh, yeah, than that. that. Was good. This is yeah, real. This isn't even Monopoly money. It's real cash. That's a happy cash deal. on cash. You're right about that, Mitch. Uh, the Eagles are hiring some dude named uh, Nick Serrani as their head coach. He was the offensive coordinator with the Colts. Uh, he is a white guy. People are, are not real pleased with all of the white guys getting hired uh, that have no previous experience this offseason. Uh, the coach of the Jets, the uh, the dude who was the defense coordinator of the 49ers, uh, came out had his press conference today and said that said that uh, the new the new uh, theme for his team will be all gas no breaks, which is also Ooh. exactly what Steve Sarkeesian said last week at his his UT press conference. So it must be a hot thing for coaches. And then I got uh, hey go back. You mentioned uh, Hoskins going over to Steelers. You guys think anything about that? What do you think about him? To me, he just seems like he's going to be out of the league in a couple of years. To me, it's a, a non-event. I, I don't really see that guy doing anything. Yeah, I, Mikey, you got any thoughts on that? I, I don't. He never, yeah. he never did anything to impress me. And, you know, he his stupid actions off the field are what got him run out of Washington. Uh, so he's got another chance, and I think he probably deserves another chance. He's a big, strong guy. I think he can make the throws, but uh, he's going to have to – you know, I, I I don't want to sound like that guy, but I believe in second chances. If if if, but he's going to have to not be a knucklehead. Like you can't go to the strip club during the season of COVID. That's just not something you can be seen doing after a loss. Or how are strip clubs in Pittsburgh? Probably probably pretty dank. You think so? Yeah, you get all those Midwest hoes. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Yeah, the Amish hoes coming from Haskins. Haskins, you behave now, bro. Watch out for last the, chance. Watch out for those Amish strippers. They'll be churning but, the butter. I, you know, they got beards. I, that guy never struck me as an NFL starting quarterback. Really? Because um, in college yeah, I mean, he was damn good. And generally, if you he look around the league, the guys who are backups are pretty smart guys that lay low and don't do stupid shit. Yeah, if so you're not going to we'll be a starter, if, you can't fuck up. We'll see if he uh, doesn't. You know, maybe maybe that's a good chance. I, we've as we've talked about, Roethlisberger's owed forty one million dollars next year, so he's not retiring. He's going to come back for one more year, uh, and you know, maybe maybe he's a solid backup there. That he's better. He's probably better than Mason Rudolph, or he could be if he's you know coached up for a year. So, got to be better um, than Duck Hodges. Maybe, yeah, exactly. Who do you compare him to? Haskins. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen enough of him in the NFL, like in, in college, he was dynamic. Like he was incredible at Ohio state. Um, could maybe you actually see big Ben rubbing off him? Cause they're both, they're big both dudes. big dudes. Right. I, I think Haskins, did he hurt his knee later, later in his college career? Cause I don't remember him having a big ass knee brace when he was in college, but whatever. I don't know how mobile he is. I can't remember off the top of my head how he played in college, but yeah, I think he could be kind of big Benish. Right. Big, yeah. Big it might be a good fit. Yeah, and you, you know, can't make if you're you can't make if you're you the Steelers. If you're the Steelers and you had a first round grade on the guy two years ago, and you can sign him, I'm sure he's a very cheap minimum contract. Um, you know, he's going to be. You know, if you can coach him up a little bit, and if nothing else, he's a capable backup. It's a, it's a good signing. If uh, he somehow becomes a star, a starting caliber quarterback, then it's a great deal. But I, I would imagine there's very low risk for on the Pittsburgh side. 
Speaking yeah. of quarterbacks and old quarterbacks, uh, Rivers just retired, and the old boys from Titan High, we were uh, chatting earlier this morning, uh, Rivers being a Hall of Fame quarterback. What are your thoughts? Well, first give us Peter's take, because I know he had one. What was, was Peter's stance on He this? said, fuck no. Fuck no. Peter does not respect uh, unless you've got, you know, championship. Yeah. Yeah, because he just is a bandwagon fan, so he yeah, only appreciates people who he's win. Trash. Yeah, yeah. And Ohio State fan and a Lakers fan. But right. that's neither here nor there. Sure. I, and a and Patriots. United fan, Don't which, forget the Patriots. And the Patriots, yeah. I think someone with that length of career with those prolific stats is a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I think he's in. What do you think? What's your take, Mitch? I, I think you have to put him in because of the longevity and just the stats. He's in between Favre and Marino in total pass yards. And I think the same. I think he's number five all-time passing yards, all-time touchdowns, all-time fifth all-time completions. So then I started thinking, I mean, look, the guy was really never a pro bowler. How many times was the guy a pro bowler? I don't know, actually. Let's was he ever, was he ever a Pro Bowler? How many oh, championships sure. does he have? How many how many championships? None. Never he doesn't got have to any championships. Never got to the Super Bowl. So, like, all right, look, eight time um, Pro Bowler, Mitch. But okay, well, all right. The, the Pro Bowl was also one of these deals where you know the, everybody there are a lot gets of quarterbacks. In. There's a lot of quarterbacks that have been Pro Bowlers that you would do a double take at. Andy Dalton went to like three Pro Bowls. All right, you know. So, so I think at that point the case is in he's a Hall of Famer just based on stats. But now you look at a couple guys behind him that are still playing. Big Ben, Matt Ryan. Okay, if you're going to have him, now those guys have been in the league a long time. They're top 10 in all those same metrics with total yards. They've got touchdowns and completions. They're all up there. Is Matt Ryan a Hall of Famer? No. Right, but why not? Top 10. I mean, you look at the numbers that he has. Joe Mon- I mean, Joe Montana won Super Bowls. He was a – but Matt Ryan got to a Super Bowl and he blew it. Yeah, the passing stats are, are certainly inflated in this era, but you're right. I mean, by the, if Matt Ryan plays another three years, which seems reasonable, I mean, he might play five more years. Um, he's he entered the have- league eight in 2008. Uh, Rivers was 04, so he's he came in four years after Rivers. I mean, he's so probably going to be similar in numbers to Rivers, and he's going to, at least he can say, I played in a Super Bowl. That guy didn't. He's in the Hall of Fame. I should be in the Hall of Fame. So I, well, I don't know about How many Rivers. times did Philip Rivers throw to Julio Jones or the likes of Calvin Ridley or that's, some that's of these a good point. next-level guys? I mean, they have had some very good receivers in, in San Diego over the years, but I don't know. That could play a role, too. I mean, Matt Ryan's basically had Julio Jones covering him the whole time since he's been there, right? I mean, Julio probably came out in, what, 2010? I don't even know what year. He's been around. But Matt Matt Ryan's going to surpass everybody within by next year. He should surpass, or at least two years, he'll surpass in stats. And, I mean, he had a better playoff run than than Rivers ever did. He made it to the championship. He went to the Super Bowl. So, like, I don't know. I'm just saying, you've got, you know, a couple of guys like that, to me, stand out. Big Ben, you almost have to put him in because that guy's been a winner. You look yeah. at Pittsburgh. I mean, that to me is a, a no doubter. The funniest thing about he's him, won two we were, Super Bowls. Yeah, we were looking back at uh, the the quarterbacks he's lost to since winning the Super Bowl, and the list is just shockingly bad. 
it's like Tim Tebow in the playoffs. He lost to Baker Mayfield. He lost to uh, what's the bozo that was the Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback for Blake Bortles. He lost to. Oof, I mean, there is a murderous row of bad quarterbacks. There's one more that I can't remember off the top of my head, but yeah, there's been some pretty bad losses there in the playoffs for Ben. But Rivers hadn't even been to the playoffs that many times. So what are you going to do? No, there's yeah. probably this is probably his best. I think chance. Big Ben's in. He's got. He's in. Yeah. Parrot. Yeah. He's in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. all right. Enough we about to, Philip Rivers. Let's yeah, enough. We'll move on. The the last thing I want to talk about is the new coach of the Lions, Dan Campbell, who is an Aggie, of course, because he's a big, big fucking moron. Uh, <laughs> you guys want to hear some, hear the big highlight from his press conference today? Yeah, play us a press clip. So uh, that's a little unhinged. He's going to eat two kneecaps per person that he tackles? He's also calling himself The Dude. Like his nameplate on his office says, Head Coach slash The Dude. Mm. I wonder uh, if he likes white Russians. Man, I, I don't I don't know what that means, biting kneecaps, because <laughs> I don't think that's good. To me, it reminds me of... Uh, James Bounty- Winston-ish. Reminds me of Bounty Gate. Oh. I was thinking about Jameis Winston eating his fingers when he was counting the wins. Back uh, 09 to 11 with, yeah, with, the Saint, with the Saints Bounty Gate. I mean, if you're eating kneecaps, you know, I'm sure there's something. There's hey, probably McDonald's bags of money. No monetary compensation for eating these kneecaps. Yeah, that's right. You just that get the, the satisfaction of eating. Well, that guy sounds like a nut job, mm. and the Detroit is going to be Detroit. So I don't think they're going to do anything. They can bite anyone's kneecaps, and uh, they'll get flagged for a 15-yard unsportsmanship like conduct penalty and they can bite another one and that's another 15 yards and before you know it that game's out of hand and uh that's they'll math. do a lot of yeah. i guess they're going to do a lot of smiling while people are beating the shit out of them <laughs> well you got to get comfortable with uh who you are so if they're going to be getting that ass whip uh that guy sounded uh unhinged maybe a little less than intelligent i think he's working his way into uh his cadence he got to get used to being in the spotlight he's like all right he'll come around all right yeah. All right. Well, I'll tell you, me and Brad, all right, we are drinking Al Capone wine. All, all right. right. <laughs> That's good. That's nice. Yeah. All right. We ain't biting no kneecaps tonight, though. No. So let's move on to some Algo picks, yeah? Let's do it. Uh, yes. Let's, let's move on to the football this weekend. Let's give the people the first, what they came for. The first game is Tampa Bay at Green Bay, the Battle of the Bays, as some might say. Some really lame bozo might say. Uh Mm. Green Bay is a three-point home favor in this game. I think the over/under is forty-one and a half. The Bucks looked pretty good last week. We should talk about what we saw last week, too, Mitch. Uh, the Bucks looked okay. They didn't turn the ball over. I would say that the Saints lost that game more than the Bucks won it. What are your takeaways of watching uh, Tampa play last week with Tom? I, I agree with you, absolutely. Uh, the Saints gave it away, but I'll tell you. Um, the defense for the Bucks absolutely won that game. The Bucks offense 
it was tough to watch them early on in that first half. They yeah. could not get going. And I've seen that from Brady over the years. He got bailed out by bad mistakes by Drew Brees and great plays by the Bucks defense. That kid, Winfield, he should be up for defensive rookie of the year. He's yeah. absolutely a stud. He saved that game. I was obviously rooting for Tampa Bay. That's where our money was. I was hoping that would happen. But the Saints D came to play, and we knew that would be a factor. Mm-hmm. And they still ended up putting 30 points. I mean, you had you had three opportunities to have a short field. You give Tom Brady with those weapons, with a short field, they're going to come away with touchdowns. But you did have the feel, like when the game kicked off, it felt like the Saints were in control. It felt like they were the better team that had started off until things started going badly, and then they just didn't react. They didn't rebound from those poor whatever. They seem to be a team like that. It reminded me of the Kansas City-New Orleans game when it was Breeze's first game back. Mm -hmm. They were in control. Well, I'm sorry. Pardon. Let me. KC was up. They came back. It was kind of the opposite. It was a terrible point that I just made. (laughs) So as I was just thinking about that. It's Al Capone wine talking. Yeah, it's Al Capone wine. But uh, that defense for for the Saints – they did exactly what they've done all season. And they were good this year, man. Very That's good. the best defense the Saints have had in a long, time. And the long worst time. offense they've had in a long time. Which is just painful because they've been so good offensively for so many years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Michael Thomas, man. What happened to that guy? Is he gone? Is he out of the uh, Saints organization after next year, you think? Y'all I think don't know. He, he had him? a tough season. He was banged up. He didn't play a he bunch. Was it was a, talking a strange bunch of shit. year for him. Yeah. He was hurt. Yeah, I think the whole. I think offensively they were all hurt. Yeah, I think Breeze was hurt. Kamara was hurt, in and out this season. Thomas was out. So are they moving forward with, um, with Hill as a quarterback? Moving. He forward? was hurt, but I mean for next year since Breeze is out, right? Didn't Breeze announce he was retiring? Or is that not he is not yet? announced yet? But that's why it feels that way. I'm just assuming yeah. he is. It it feels that way, and I think the way he got banged up and. The whole Brady Breeze exchange at the end of the game sure felt like it was his last a goodbye. Game. Yeah, yeah, it felt like it was a goodbye. Yep. Um, but hey, that was a better goodbye than Big Ben sitting on the bench, you know, <laughs> just staring out into the abyss and uh, just waiting for a hug. Mm. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let's talk about the game this week then. Um, this is a matchup. That's uh, it's got some sex appeal. You've got Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers, the two most famous quarterbacks in the NFC, and you could have some snow temperature about thirty-two snow in the forecast. We'll see what happens Ooh. there. Weatherman Mike is my favorite. It's exciting. I mean, th- this should be a good one. This one's I think it's at two o five Central Time on Sunday. Um, okay, but I, I think this is this is the the game to watch. Although, I don't know. Buffalo, they're both great games, really. And the NFL continues to be undefeated as far as creating the best television product out there. This is a that hell being of a said, conference championship matchups. That yeah, being said, what, what do we think is going to happen here? Three points seems just about right. But um, I'm going to start. I'll start us you off know, here because I'm just, I'm just firing from the hip here. But my per, like my initial perspective is that Green Bay is the far superior team, and I don't think that that's necessarily fair because – Tampa does have a good defense and obviously a, a a potentially very very dynamic offense, depending on if they're firing on all cylinders. I just like Green Bay. I feel confident about Green Bay. I feel like they've 
there hasn't been many games that they just disappointed me. Like I, they usually show up and they usually kick ass. Um, and that was the same. That was the case last year, but but it didn't have the same feel. They didn't. I didn't have the confidence in that squad as I do this year. I just feel like they're the far superior team at home. Uh, younger quarterback, obviously. Uh, Devontae Adams is just next level, the best receiver in the league, in my opinion. Uh, and then uh, the the rookie running back for Green Bay actually looked really good last week. Dylan, I think, is his name. Uh, I think he's from Oregon. AJ, AJ Dylan's from BC. BC, okay. He looked really good. And then you've got, they've got all sorts of weapons. So the starting running back's great. Jones, I like Green Bay a lot. And I think that they, uh, I, I feel comfortable about them covering the three and a half. Uh, where are you at, Mitch? I mean, my heart, I'm I'm with TB12 and I'm rooting for Tampa Bay. I oh, really, you don't, you I, don't feel cucked? Like you're cool with with Tom playing? No, for the squad? man. I, I, you know, I, I, I'm happy for him. I think he got, uh, he literally got out of a sinking ship and New England is done. He wanted to go have some fun. He got his boys. He got some incredible weapons, a young team where he could coach, which I love how Arian said that because you know Belichick would never let that happen. Although, Mm -hmm. you know, Tom's a leader. I mean, there's. Those young guys are making him crazy, though, right? There have been so many pictures and still sure. shots of him just screaming, screaming at him like air. But they respond. And when you look at up to a guy like that who's been in the league for 20 years and has that many rings and who's played under arguably the greatest head coach in <laughs> any sport up? of all time, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to look up to him. That guy's a mentor, so I'm going to listen to what he said. That guy might be a better coach than some of the head coaches in the league. He's older than half the guys that just got hired. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're all like 39, 36, 37, and Brady's 42. The one I, thing I'll say about this for in terms of coach for Tom Brady, like it's kind of got that Jordan feel because he's so fucking competitive and demands so much that that can almost go too far. It like is at a point where he can't control the environment because he's not playing. Right, it's a good take. I wonder if he can deal with that. Like, he's hard deal on his competence. He's probably hard on his teammates, yeah. or the, at least the younger guys, the yeah. guys that haven't uh, earned that respect for him to talk differently to. So I think just the, the the weapons on Tampa Bay certainly to me as I'm looking at the offense, I will take Tom Brady's weapons over Aaron Rodgers' weapons. Ooh. I will take Aaron Rodgers' arm. Okay. Over Tom Brady. Well, that's fair. And I will take Tom Brady's intellect and an ability to read defenses mm-hmm. over Aaron Rodgers. Who are you taking, uh, Aaron Rodgers' feet or Brady's feet? I would say Aaron Rodgers <laughs> has better feet. He has better feet. Um, and I'm true. taking Aaron Rodgers' smirk Ooh. over Brady's smirk. Okay. You know, okay. so when two number 12s, two legends, absolute legends, stars of the game. Mm-hmm. I love the matchup. But my heart is with Tampa. It really is. I just, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen because one of the points I you made. You me, Green Bay. I, I, when I look at Green Bay at home, if you've looked what Green Bay has done mm-hmm. on the defensive side of the ball, we know how great they are offensively. Mm-hmm. But let me just read you the, the scores. And again, we're and I'll name you the teams, but... They gave up 18 to the Rams, 16 to the Bears, 14 to the Titans, 16 to the Panthers, uh, 16 to the Eagles. I mean, they're not giving up over 20 points. The last time they gave up 20 points was against 
the Lions on the road. They gave up 24. It was a garbage, yeah. I think, backdoor cover, I think, was something that we had predicted. And, well, but, it makes sense why their record's so good, because they're scoring more than 20. They are. I mean, these guys are putting up a ton of points. And so I think, I think this Green Bay defense is severely underrated. And the problem with Green Bay, I think what it does is it gets teams out of their game plan early. Because Rodgers will light you up every time he steps out of the field you know he's going to march down and get points. And and Devontae Adams embarrass you, man. He bro. like he will make you look silly. Bro. He's so strong and so fast, and he's so agile, man. Like He turns on a dime like you wouldn't believe. I, I, I think Green Bay at home, and granted Tom can play in cold weather. Mm-hmm. I just got to give the edge to Green Bay. I think three points, you know, obviously we'll buy this thing um, down to three points. Let me make a note here so I don't fuck this up. Yeah, we'll you, it down to three. Yeah, by the way, Brad texted me last week, and who did we have? What game was it? It was a, the Cleveland was, game. Was it? No, 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 it wasn't. It was the Ravens-Bills. That's right, that's right. Yeah, that's right. which I, didn't end up mattering. But yeah. I thought it could have been a field goal game because I think we were having that exchange Before during the 10-3 yeah. pick. We, and I uh, took him at two and a half, and Mitch is like, in what world does two and a half points matter? In football. Right, right. What what's a two and a half point score? And and, uh, and uh, I almost lost my shit. And then literally the <laughs> next text I sent before any of this, I go, does it matter? The Bills will probably murder and it won't come into play, which it did happen. And so, you know, we're I still love Brad. I got although lucky. I was uh I would have definitely laid into him. It would have been the first bit. time Mitch yelled at me about my gambling habits. So yeah, I, I I'm glad we didn't do that. I'm glad there's no yelling in this family. That's no right. Yelling. That's right. Unless it's like at a player or doing something dumb, we'll go on a rant, but not on that. So before we go into the Algo pick, Michael, you have any thoughts you want to add before we do? Uh, no. I I haven't been sold on this Green Bay team the last two years. I think that they lack mm. playmakers on defense. Um, although they have a good scheme, they appear to be well coached. They've won a lot of games. They have Aaron Rodgers, and you can never count out Aaron Rodgers. You always feel like that guy's going to go down and score. Uh, but I, I just I could see this being a sloppy game. I could see them making a turnover or two. And this Tampa team is opportunistic, and Tom Brady's just not going to make a stupid play. Not to say that Aaron Rodgers will, but um, I, I I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. And I, I would sort of lean towards taking the points. But that's just me. What does the algo say about this one? Well, before we get to the algo, this line, and just to kind of give you an idea uh, of the line movement, it opened up at four. Uh, Earlier this morning, some books have this thing down to three, so clearly money coming in on the bucks, yet 65% of the betting public coming in on Green Bay. The algo has Green Bay winning 28-23. Interestingly enough, that number has it right at the total set at 51, depending on what book you have. I saw 51 and a half. But so no clear advantage on on total there. But to me, actually, I think Green Bay wins this game easily. You know, Mm. they've been giving up 17.3 points a game. Aaron Rodgers, I think, is something like 20 and 6 in December and January. And I think, you got to think, Tampa has been on the road. This is the third consecutive road game. You cannot win three consecutive road games going into Green Bay Lambeau Field. Arguably one of the best playoff home field teams out there. 
to me, their offensive line, what they just did against the Rams front line to put up 32 points, I felt like he had all day. Rams are banged up. Sure. But, but, yeah, still. but you're right. They still. They but still. So I really like Green Bay here, and I'm very torn. You know, I, I, I this might be a layoff for me just because I want Tom to win, but I probably won't lay off because this to me is free money. I, I think I think Green Bay wins by seven to ten points. So here's the deal, Mitch. If we buy a point, the bet then becomes minus one thirty. So we're winning one fifteen if we bet one fifty. We just bet more. Well, see, but if you don't buy a point, you win one fifty. We're ta- we're getting up forty five thirty five point thirty five dollars. Let's just put more money on it. Okay, but if you think they're going to blow them out, why buy the point? Because that's the number. Because it's an insur- It's insurance. There's a reason why mm. that exists, because it's insurance. Because if this does turn into a field goal game, you don't lose. And losing by a half a point hurts your heart. You've, I, I, I guess you just haven't gambled enough to lose by a half a point. Just, just born lucky, baby. Never, never have. You just never haven't gambled burned. enough. I mean, there's so many degenerates. It might that be because I, this. Keep, I always they lose, know the so feeling. They know what I'm feeling right now. They're like, yes, you buy the half a point, you moron. See, I don't. If you think, well, then if you're going to take two and a half, then don't even take it and just take well, the money it's three line. Three and a half. But yeah, I'm just saying on the other side. Okay. Okay. All right. I say you got You got to buy. Okay. I always. We're always buying buy the point number. for the record. Just we're buying a half a point. You're right. Exactly. We don't need to buy the full point. For the record, half the point is being purchased. But. But I think it's a waste of money. But okay, I think I think Green Bay wins by seven to ten points, and and I don't I don't even think it's going to be close. I really don't. I'm about to not buy that half point. No, you son of a bitch, you better. Okay, so what's the algo say? Twenty eight, twenty three, Green Bay. Boom, Micah, run us into the next one, baby. Uh, okay, the next one. <laughs> my wife, uh, fiance, my wife uh, hates it when I call her that. Uh, she has locked herself out of the house, so I'm going to run through this intro and then run out the door for a second. Okay. The next okay. one. Uh, yeah, you guys can handle this one. The, the, there's only one other game. It's Buffalo, mm-hmm. the number two seed, versus the number one seed, Kansas City Chiefs. These have been the best two teams in the AFC all season. They have dynamic quarterbacks, uh, young dynamic quarterbacks, too, that can throw it and run it. Pat Mahomes is the big question here. He was a full go in practice on Wednesday. Uh, took every so first he's not team. a question. Well, he was limping around a little bit as well. Yeah, uh, he took every snap. So I mean, I'm sure he's going to play. That would be that would be absolutely shocking. Kansas City is only a three point favorite here uh, with a healthy Mahomes. I'm I'm a little surprised it's not a little bit higher. We'll see. The Chiefs though are two and eight and gets the spread in their last ten games. The Bills are nine and one. So there is a uh, reason to bet and believe on the Bills. Uh, I think a lot of people are rooting for the Bills. It's been a long time since they've been in in this spot. Fair. I, I'm looking forward to this. I mean, I, I think the Chiefs are an unbeatable team, though. I've pretty much said it all season. Uh, with Tyron Matthew and the guys they have there, they have enough playmakers on defense to play Ben, but don't break. They turn you over a couple times. It's game over. Uh, Pat Mahomes does not miss. But I'm just a man. I'm not an algorithm, and I'm not you two men. So I'm going to run out the door and let my wife back in, and I will be back in about two minutes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, Mitch. So let's unpack this bad boy, starting with Buffalo. What are your thoughts on Buffalo? Where are we at here? I mean, these guys, without the Hail Mary by Arizona, these guys are on a 12-game win streak. Yeah. Um, 
what else can you say about that? They're the the, the, the combo between Diggs. Allen and yeah. Diggs yeah. is something really special. Agreed. It's just as special as Rogers and Adams. Well, and I mean, it's only going to get better, man. Like they've only played a, a couple. Like this is right. the first season together, and they're young. And they, it wasn't like they were practicing leading up to this shit. It was COVID. Like there's very little time, like clock time, that they've put together here. Like they could be very, very, very good for a long time here. They could be. They yeah. could be. Um. So yeah, look. Here, here's the challenge with Buffalo. Their run defense, and and this is why you know when we look back and through the playoffs. We had the Colts early on. They had a great run game. We yeah. liked that. They were able to hang around. Chiefs have a good run game, you know, and I do think it's going to be of an impact with Mahomes being banged up. He's not going to have the same practice. He's going to have to go through the NFL's five-step concussion protocol. Their run game's weird. The Chiefs' run game doesn't inspire confidence in me. Like, you thought Clyde Hedwig-Solaire was going to be really great, but he's had a really up-and-down season. He didn't even play last week. Darrell Williams is their backup. He had 13 carries, 78 right. yards. Uh, I don't know, man. If they put Tyree Kill on the backfield, I'd be scared. But They do that. I know. He had they, three, they do three that. carries uh, last week. But Le'Veon Bell doesn't inspire that much fear in me. I'm with you. They, they seem like they have a good run offense, but there's been a lot of data over the weeks that hasn't been that strong if that makes sense yeah they could be better is what i'm saying so maybe they show up and they play to their potential and shut me up but i just haven't been that impressed with their run game lately let's i'm, I'm actually curious to know what yeah. their run game has actually uh been you're looking you at know, stats well, Le'Veon what, bell what is, was Le'Veon bell is also questionable this week too uh as yeah. is hilaire so we'll see you know what happens there well uh darrell williams uh, rushed for 78 yards last week in a pretty low-scoring game. Only 13 carries, right? Only 13 carries. Uh, you know, this is this is going to be uh, interesting. I think you got to get him in motion. Obviously, this comes down to Mahomes. And by the way, I will preface what the algo has spit out. It's inclusive of having Mahomes. Mm. Okay, there's that, and and my guess if Mahomes plays. That number's probably going to jump. Uh, okay, I, I think I think that number think spread. I think the number jumps. Uh, if you're a Bills backer and you like three, I think you'll really like it if Mahomes is declared to play. To me, this line, I don't I don't even know what to think about it. Yeah, I really don't. Yeah, I really don't because I don't think Henny. I mean, that interception that he threw last week was a joke. Yeah. I mean, that was a duck. He wasn't even close to anybody. He, I would have thrown a ball like that. Chiefs are fucked if Mahomes doesn't play. Let's They're just done. Say it. Let's just say it. They're yeah. done. With Mahomes, they have a fighting chance. And, you know, look, I don't think we've been on the Chiefs all that much, you know, the last seven games. They really, you know, we've had them to win, but we really haven't had them to cover. We really haven't. And rightfully so, because they don't cover. They don't. They they literally win games. You know, they're favored by seven. They win by six or Less. That's right. And when they're favored by three, that is a, yeah, that starts to be a little bit more scary. Um, it's easy when they're 10-point favorites because then it's you take the points in the team that they're playing against. But right now, this is a little bit closer of a projection. I, yeah, if, they, if Mahomes ends up being 100% cleared and that's, that spread, that, that lineup goes up some, 
I feel a little bit better for Buffalo there. But okay, cool. Mike, you got anything else going on over there? Do you let your wife in? Uh, yeah, she's back. She's back. And you have returned. Okay, great. Yes. Good. Everybody's uh, happy. Yeah, it, tragedy averted here. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to this football game. I think the Chiefs are the better team. I think they are the more complete team. I think they have more playmakers on offense and uh, and more playmakers on defense. But, as I mentioned, I'm just a man. I'm not a machine. We have a machine, a machine that's been very successful picking professional football games all season. Mitch, the time is now, and we got to get out of here in three minutes. Who does the algo like Whoa. in the AFC We're championship? We're on the clock. Jeez. Well, first and foremost, I'll just let you know that that line is pretty much opened at three and it stayed at three, and we won't know anything more. 60% of the sentiment is on Kansas City. The algo, get ready for this, boys, has Buffalo winning outright 27 to 24. That's giving you six points of value on the Bills. I think the Bills are the ones who are going to play for a Super Bowl and finally have a chance to bring home a Super Bowl. I think this team Mm. is going to win the whole thing. And to reiterate a fact you made just a few minutes ago, this is taking into account Patrick Mahomes is playing. Is playing. So if Mahomes doesn't play, we're obviously going to see that number probably pull down yeah. and maybe see the Bills. So I Be actually favorite. already took the Bills plus three. Mm-hmm. I already took it. I'm, I, Before I, news I, comes out? I already took it. I don't care what happens because this is the number with Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And I also factored in last week's points with him not playing the second half. Ooh. So a little peek behind the curtain for the algo. Correct. So I did add that variable because yeah. that does affect the overall output. Looks like Edward Solaire is going to play. He's practicing ahead this week. So that's, that's something he had at 800 yards rushing this season, which isn't great, but he's by far and away their best rusher. Their, their second best rusher is Mahomes. So, uh, that's something. I think the green, I think the green Bay win is easy. No question. This is definitely going to be a battle. So no, but I think, point. but I think Buffalo is is going to come out on top here. Yeah, and uh, the algo is going to go two and zero. Nice. Give okay. us a follow. Value index algo, boys. Yeah, follow that shit. Okay, Micah, did we meet your your three minute uh, countdown timeline? We did. Let me play you out, baby. That's it, fam. We'll be back next week to uh, to break it all down. Mitch, thank you for Indeed. joining us. We got You're one more football game. Uh, after this weekend. Enjoy this, fam. Enjoy it. Soak it up. Until next time. Mm, Bye-bye. Thanks for listening.